0: Welcome to D-180, the horror movie podcast, taking you on a ride. Thanks for linking up with us. I'm AJ. And
1: I'm Johnny,
0: And we've made it to the end of September for the theme, Pop Them Tag. And this time, I hate to break it to y'all, but this time, there will not be a theme for next month because uh, it's a wrap. Bye, we done. Bye, bye, bye. That's it for us. I mean... I feel like we've done everything we can do. I mean, this year was super fun hanging with y'all. We met so many people, but you know, we just decided that okay. You know what? I feel bad. Let me stop fucking. <laughs> with y'all. I'm playing y'all. I'm playing. I'm really <laughs> playing. And John Mason Sr. playing along with me. I'm just. We kidding? We kidding? I made that sound really dramatic, but this is our last episode for season one. No, y'all,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's gone so fast. Like I just blinked, and it was a whole year later.
0: No, for real, because I remember when I came to you and asked you, I was like, so I want to do this world podcast. I've been wanting to do it for a minute, and I don't want to do it by myself. You do it with me, and you came over. We recorded two episodes at a time, and then the next week we recorded another two, and Mm -hmm. it was the whole first October month. We released them all like a month later. Like, whatever the date says, I think it says, like, November 30th. But, like, we came together on October 25th, did those episodes. Like, those episodes, they were rough, child. We were still trying to figure out our footing, figure out what the hell we were yeah.
1: doing with this. Like
0: I I'm mean, trying to sit in
1: there not to eat um, insomnia cookie in the background because I would be hungry as hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be sitting there eating.
0: <laughs> but you know what? As we're ending this season one, we decided, cause originally we had something else planned for this theme, but you know, that'll probably come later. It's fine, it didn't happen, but we have three surprises for y'all. I'ma tell y'all one now, and then the other two will come at the end of the episode, cause y'all wasn't about to get all this for the free. I mean, y'all is getting this for the free, but y'all were not getting them surprises that easily. So, here it is. We're actually going to give you three, well technically four, episodes while the park is closed. Yep, so yep. my birthday is Friday, October first. But instead of covering a horror movie, we decided that, you know, on our birthdays we'll cover our favorite movies or just a movie that we're feeling at the time. So my birthday will be first, and then Jonay's birthday is on November 23rd, and hers <laughs> is gonna be the season two opener. So you'll find out what those movies are. We're not gonna like do a park theme for October or anything. But then we're gonna be doing a mini so ranking our top and least favorite episodes or movies from the season. Finally, I don't know about you, Nay, but people, have just been asking over and over. Well, when are y'all gonna do Final Destination? Ain't the podcast based off Final Destination? When y'all gonna do that? Well, wouldn't you like to know? Don't y'all know me by now? Y'all knew I had plans for it. And we're finally going to be covering the movie that created this podcast on our actual anniversary. Like I said earlier, that's October 25th. If you're looking at your calendars, probably not. That's a Monday. So yes, we're gonna drop that episode on that Monday. So get into it. Make sure if you haven't already, make sure you're following us on our IG and Twitter at D180 Podcast so you don't miss out. Okay, that was a lot though. So, for the reason that we are here today, one of my favorite 80s horror movies, 1986s, Chopping Mall, I couldn't wait to cover this movie because it is simply the shit. Thank you, have a nice day. Period. If you haven't seen it yet and you wanna rewatch before we discuss it, it's currently streaming on Pluto, Tubi, Voodoo, and Prime. So there's no reason for you to not have seen this movie before we completely just spoil it to smithereens. And with that, let's get into parts recommendations.
1: Okie-dokies. Hopefully, by um, the start of season two, I have checked some um, movies off this list. (laughs) (laughs) Because it just keeps growing. Some of them, to be
0: fair, have been repeats. But see, that's the thing about horror, right? Like, it's so many genres within it. Like, if I want a romance, I can watch certain movies. If I want a more drama-filled one, I can watch, like, Donnie Darko or The Glass House or any of the thrillers because people be calling thrillers horror anyway. And I mean, some of them thrillers do be on one. But I mean, like, horror is so diverse that you can literally, if I wanna laugh, I can watch Tucker and Bill versus Evil. I can watch Shaun of the Dead. I can watch any of the Child's Play movie, any of the MTV Freddy movies. Like, you just got so much to choose from. Like, I don't have to go to other genres for that. Except for some, because there are some other movies that I actually do like. I, I don't want to make it seem like I just watch horror all the time. Majority of the time, 95% of the time, yes. But <laughs> if you was feeling chopping mall, get into another 1986 movie called Terror Vision. Girl, it's about a satellite. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> a satellite? A satellite, that's it. That's Lord. all I'm gonna say. I mean, it's an 80s movie, so I mean, I mean, I like, I don't have a favorite decade of horror.
1: Like 70s. Yeah, it's
0: like I like something in all of them, so I don't really have an absolute favorite.
1: Something about that hair. That hair.
0: (laughs) I do like the hair in the 70s. Yeah, I do. I mean, I do, but it's like, it's just so many things I like from other genres. I mean, not other genres, other decades. But my second movie is also from the 80s. It's 1987's The Video Dead. And I'll just let you guess what you think that's about. Sounds like a video store. Mm. Well, honestly, I'm going to be for real with you. I haven't seen that one. I read the synopsis, though, and I was like, eh, this is close enough. It'll work. (laughs)
1: Because I love the 70s so much, that was the first shirt that I picked out from Nightmare, Tours. Night- Nightmare, Tours. Nightmare Toys Nightmare Toys, when I went to their booth at one of the, um, at Days of the Dead. I said, mm-hmm. I love the 70s. Like I love 70s slashers. It says something like that. And I, that was the first one that I picked up. And then the second shirt that I have says, I love slashers. And I wear those two shirts like all the time. So I'm pretty sure every time I wear them, somebody thinks that I'm a little bit cuckoo, but I don't care. They're very comfortable.
0: Uh-uh. No, no, apparently they just need to mind their business because it's not meant for you.
1: But it is also getting colder, which means I can bust out my Halloween Town University sweatshirt.
0: I love it. I'm all here for it. I absolutely adore it. When it comes to Chopping Mall, again, the cover art pulled me in. We'll get there when we get there. But I was on Amazon and I'm sure I've said this a few times, but I use my watch list to tell me like what I'm going to watch next, unless it's something I just know I want to watch. And one day I was up in my office, I was doing waist speeds. This had to be like 2018, something like that. I don't know. And I was just like, I keep seeing this cover art and I'm like, I want to know what this is all about. Like what's up with this bag, with this eyeball, like what's happening? So I decided to watch it and I was just like I fuck with this <laughs> I, loved it. I just can't get over it obviously y'all can hear the excitement in my voice and it's only going to get even more intense as we keep going because I can't deal.
1: Well for me this is my first watch um I don't know how I feel yet. <laughs> oh
0: hell not on the- not on our last episode. Is you gonna do this? Because I, I told y'all last week. If y'all didn't tune in to Slack last week, I said I was like, you know, I try not to be that person. And y'all, y'all gotta understand. I be trying so hard. <laughs> when somebody tell me they don't like something, I like. I be trying so hard not to be like. Oh. You need to leave. <laughs> I be trying really hard. But some movies, I'm just like, no.
1: No, like how like, you got mad at my low rating of Sleepaway Camp, which wasn't even low. It was, did I have to give it a 70?
0: No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't low. I think I was just like, because you know, like if you give somebody the gift of having them watch Sleepaway Camp and they've never seen it, you have very high expectations. You just like, especially really because it's just because of the ending. And spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Sleepaway Camp, I'm not going to spoil it, but that's all I'm going to say. i just like, I was like, I just knew she was going to be like, this is some wacky stuff this is nuts like what the hell is happening like you know but it's cool now when we get into these freddy movies whenever we get there
1: we cutting shit okay (laughs) (laughs) well listen i haven't even seen (laughs) i think i've seen the first one Okay, so Nightmare on Elm Street franchise is one of the ones where I've watched bits bits and pieces because my mom would have it and would be watching. So I think I've seen the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Again, I probably won't know until we get into it for real, for real. But I know I've seen like bits and pieces just from like being around my mom.
0: I really don't know when was the first time I seen a nightmare on Nail Street. I just know that nigga scared the shit out of me and I know I was a baby. Maybe not like a baby baby, but like a child.
1: Yeah, yeah I was like, like in know. elementary or middle school.
0: I know when I seen that nigga walking down that alley. And because our house is right next to an alley, I was just like, see? No, y'all on fucking games. <laughs> this is too much. This, whew, I can't. No. Okay. Let's talk about chopping mall, this child. I still be kind of scared low key. It's like, it's certain movies. I'll be thinking about them afterwards. Like, not all movies scare me, and we also have to get rid of the argument that horror movies have to be scary for them to be good. No, they don't. No, but they don't. Some things, they be lingering on me, because I'm telling you, when I and some of y'all gonna try to heat me up, but I don't care, because I got the fire. When I saw Malignant, and I just seen how the villain moves in that movie. I said now I'm in Baltimore. And I see tweaks all the time and they be moving just like that. So I'm telling you, if I seen one moving like that towards me,
1: baby. Mm-mm. I still haven't seen it yet. And I was supposed to go to the movies yesterday to see it. But I ain't feel like leaving my house, so. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And one of our survivors, she hit me up today. She was like, um, it is a must-see. Please go see it. And I'm like, I'll think about it. And she's like, for real, that's all I ask. It's good. And I'm like, okay, I trust you. But I don't know if I don't want to watch it in my house, which is why I was like, I need to go to the theaters." Yeah, it's
0: like,
1: it's... It's divisive, and I
0: say that in, like, you know, some people, like, some people really don't like it. And I can't really argue for it right now. I'll wait until you see it, and then we can have this discussion. And, um, you know, hint, hint, but I'm going to leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> we could get into this movie. <laughs> this is our second Roger Corman film, the first being karanya that we covered Caranya. back in July. Um, But actually, his wife, Julie Corman, is the producer of this film. She actually landed a deal with Bestron Pictures. And they was like, look, we want a horror movie about a killer up in a mall. Can you do that? So one of Corman's young boys, Jim Wynorski, who had really, like, been around him. And this is the cutest story that I researched about him. You know how some people, like, they legit from kids know what they want to do and they, like, be like yeah I want to do this yeah he wanted to be a b-movie director that's interesting yeah I was like he was like I don't care about that whole glitz and glamour shit I'm just trying to do what Roger Corman be doing because I like these movies and look at him like he's still directing stuff today like (laughs) that's cute but yeah so he agreed to write the story for the low if they let him direct the movie and they was like I bet deal cool so, Wynorski wrote the script with his friend, Steve Mitchell. They, like, met long time ago. You know, they boys, whatever. And they was like, all right, let's give this a uh, Phantom of the Mall type vibe. Let's make it that type of movie. And then it was Wynorski's idea to add the robots. And then they actually got the looks of the robots. And I looked it up, and it does look just like it. It's a 1954 film called Gog. I've never seen it, obviously.
1: But it also looks like Alpha from Power Rangers. It does.
0: I didn't even think of that. Wow. Ooh. I should show BJ and ask him what he thinks. Because, no, <laughs> that boy that boy loves him some Power Rangers. Like, we, we bonded over that.
1: <laughs> oh, that's so cute.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. No, pow- like, I'm not trying to get off subject, but if you weren't alive for the Power Rangers era, sorry about it. With Tommy yeah just, just sorry about it because you missed out we had a
1: hip. so it's so funny because again if i haven't heard i'm 10 and 12 years older than my little brothers and we'd be in the car why because they could not ride in a car without watching tv like our parents mm-hmm. spoiled them had the little dvd player on the headrest and every time we would even step foot in the car they had to put a movie on all the movies that we watched were either power rangers all types of them, Dino Thunder. I'm telling you, I've seen so many Power Rangers and the different franchises of Power Rangers. Oh my god! Then it was uh, Spider Man and all the Spider Man cartoons, all the Lego movies and Lego cartoon movie. Like, yeah. And then it was Scooby doos all the Scooby Doo stuff. So I'm here for
0: the Scooby
1: Doo's. Yeah. So it was like watching Power Rangers with my brothers in the car. I knew all of the the theme songs for each variation.
0: Let me tell you something. People was trying to come for Why Norrisky, talking about he was ripping off a movie in the 70s. It was like a TV film called Trap, and he was like, um, I ain't never seen that movie, so cancel that argument.
1: Cancel that bitch. I've never heard of that either, so. Exactly, I'm like, I
0: mean, obviously like, you know, we were just talking about the 70s things we like, but I'm like, i never even heard of that myself. So, uh, that's that noise. Anyway, back to it. The story was written 24 hours later, sent to Julie Corman, Restaurant was like, we like this cool, It's, it's all right, whatever. And then within a week, despite them not really having a script, which took around another four, five weeks to write. They gave it the green light. And of course, if you don't know about Roger Corman, he makes his films for the low, like the low low. Like the budget for this movie was $800,000. That's
1: actually not bad.
0: <laughs> it's not bad. You can kind of see it. I'm a, Obviously, y'all know I'm be pointing stuff out because when I, movies I love, I know how to properly shit on them too, but I'm still gonna like the movie. I don't care. Like clearly, If you know, hi Dylan, one of my favorite movies is Pinocchio's Revenge, and that movie is awful, but I love it, and me and Dylan, we love that movie. (laughs) Like, it's some other people, I think Danielle said, hey, Danielle, I think Danielle likes that movie too, but y'all just gotta learn, like, sometimes the good movies be kinda crappy, but they be working, they be knowing, they be knowing, okay? But due to the low budget, they can really only afford to shoot overnight when the mall was closed. Honestly, actually, that was part of an agreement that they had to. Just as long as nothing was damaged, which was, you know what? It's always got to be a fucking hater, okay? There was a security guard. He was head of security. He thought he was fucking top-flight security of the world. world, Yes! (laughs) Listen, so he was just like, he ain't like that they was filming there. And he was always trying to snitch on them, talking about, they broke this, they did this, this looks like, cause that movie they was filming. But the mall's owner stood up for them and was like, you need to chill, like, it, it ain't that serious. I, clearly I approve them filming here. Just just chill out, okay? Just-
1: He wanted them brownie okay. points. He wanted- Okay, run- it, it's not that deep. It's like, did you want to be in a movie? Cause
0: that's all you had to do was ask. Like, it ain't that deep. So the little furniture king store that's in the movie it obviously they it was an empty store it could have been like a spirit of halloween we always gonna say that anytime you see an empty store just know a halloween store is gonna be in there <laughs> at any time but um they used a little empty store created that furniture store and once they were done filming they would just put all the equipment back into that store and then like close i guess like you know like mark off the curtains like so you couldn't see inside see what was going on up in there when they were like done while the mall was open okay my little nosy self i'll be like what's up in there?" Cause I do that now, like when you know how now when you get new stores in the mall, they put like the big walls up, the little fake walls, so you really can't see, and they might tell you what's coming, or it might just be like Simon malls. So I did whatever. that
1: the other, I did that a couple of weeks ago. So in my mall, they put like the sneakerhead experience type thing, but on the sign outside of it it says sneakerhead university and they're like what the fuck is this and (laughs) mind you it doesn't have like the little big cardboard outside of it when they're doing construction it just had like the little um what's it called like the vinyl the vinyl coverings on the windows yeah that's what i was trying to
0: say earlier that's what it is that just drops down yeah but
1: you can still like peek through but it's not drop down it's like it's actually on the window i don't
0: know but speaking of keeping things under wraps. When this movie started, it was under the working title, it was like more of like an acronym, robots. Then they changed it to kill bots. But after they put it in theaters and it wasn't doing too well in the box office, which is another thing, there's no box office record for this movie. Like I was trying to find it, I was like, okay, well. I guess they just was like, we just going to keep this to ourselves. sales. But they ended up renaming it to Chopping Mall, which is an obvious play on the word shopping mall. And when they re-released it, they cut 15 minutes of footage.
1: Which will explain the trailer.
0: <laughs> From some of the things I've researched, I'm very curious. But, you know, obviously this is a cult classic movie. And, you know, when we talked about Final Exam, what was that last one? Um, you remember when we were talking about these wild ass stunts they was doing?
1: Yes! And I haven't heard about this.
0: Lord. So, Jim Wynorski, they the stunt later on in the movie, obviously we'll get there when we get there. There's a stunt where somebody drops from a three-story floor, right? Yes. So, Jim Wynorski decided he was going to do it, but he was like, I'm just going to do it from a second-story floor. So, he dropped, landed on the airbag, got up, dusted itself off, kept it moving. Why does nigga break a rib and they say nothing?
1: Like I just, <laughs> I don't understand. I do not understand.
0: I mean, I get it. He was probably like, you know, if I tell these niggas I broke a real we gonna have to redo this. So let me just. <laughs> <laughs> but there's also, you know, so Kelly Moroni, who plays Allison, has a similar scene where you know she does the same thing, and. They was like, okay, yeah, girl. We know we've been letting you do all the other stunts, and she did a lot of her own stunts. We was like, this one, no, you gonna say this one else's. You are not gonna do this one. Like, no, 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 no. Mm-mm. Even the scene in the pet store, and we'll get into it because I got something to say about that. And y'all gonna, y'all gonna hate me. Y'all really are. Y'all, y'all gonna be over my shit by then. But um, there were gonna be scorpions in that. Oh, scene no! Exactly, and that's exactly what happened. Why Norski seen one of them? And he was like, no, mm -mm, I don't like how this look. No, 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 no. Just snakes and spiders. We just gonna keep it there. And then uh, Barbara Crampton. Oh, Barbara Crampton. We're about to get into this cast in a hot second, but obviously she's in this movie. Her little fire stunt scene that wasn't even done by her. They cut that down tremendously, even though it's still long as hell. It is very long. It is. Like, it took her forever. I was like, Jesus, but they have to cut it down to avoid an X rating from the MPAA. I was like, that's what got, that, that was gonna get y'all to X? Out of everything else in this movie, that? Oh, okay, we'll talk about it. But before then, let's get into this cast. We got Kelly Maroney as Alison Parks, Tony O'Dell as Ferdy Mizell, Russell Todd as Rick Stanton.
1: And Rick is kinda hot, so I think I gotta watch Friday the 13th part Two. Yes, you should. (laughs) It's on my list. It's on my list.
0: (laughs) Carrie Emerson as Linda Stanton. Barbara Crampton. If you don't know about Barbara freaking Crampton, let me just take y'all down memory lane for just a hot-ass second, okay? She's been... The latest movie I saw her in was Superhost. If you haven't seen it, it's on Shudder. If you like Creep, You'll enjoy that movie, so I'll say that. But she just did Jacob's Wife. She, I think she started in Reanimator. If you haven't seen that movie, definitely get into that. Like, how could you not? Um, you're next. What other movies have she been? I'm trying to, like, go off of what I know. I think she was in Puppet uh, Master. I could be lying to you, though. Yeah, but I don't I know. I'm
1: was. not familiar with her horror connections, but mm-hmm. Homegirl was in Young and the Restless, and that show had my mom in a chokehold. That <laughs> and The Bold and the Beautiful so that's how i knew she looked familiar
0: <laughs> yes yeah, like uh, we just love a barbara crampton but make sure y'all can get into that legend
1: okay then could we go back to fernie real quick because i knew he looked familiar but i didn't know he was in the karate Kid. yeah i guess i should have mentioned that it's fine
0: i think i was just it's two people on this list that i was just really hung up on. That i was just like that yeah. but yeah um then you got nick siegel greg williams John Teraleski as Mike Brennan. I'm gonna get in his ass later. I told y'all it was a character. I'm getting the ass. but I'm getting into his later. Then you got Susie Slater as Leslie Todd, Paul Bartell as Paul Bland, Mary Warnow as Mary Bland. I got something on them two later. And then we have our four time visitor in the park, Dick Miller as Walter Paisley. And y'all. I didn't, I swear to God, I didn't do this on purpose when I, like, came up with the season one list. Because for the most part, until a certain point, we kind of were doing the months, month by month, until maybe, like, May. And we was like, let's just plan the rest of season one out. But I didn't even do this on purpose. Like, yep,
1: yeah, he's here.
0: He's been here. He's a regular. <laughs> he, is, he is a regular, okay? He is a season pass holder. But let me go back to Mike played by John Teroleski. So, he decided, you know how some actors and actresses, they make choices, right?
1: He was like, my
0: character is going to chew gum obnoxiously.
1: Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And that was his choice.
0: Like that wasn't like a character trait that was already written, like that was all him. I was just like, baby.
1: Cause it was annoying.
0: Annoying. First of all, I hate ooh child. I hate when I can hear people chew. Like the ASMR videos. I don't even like that. So watching this dude, I was just like, he looked like a cow. Hey. Like, and no doja, okay? Ah, girl.
1: But he got some he got some really great director credits though. He directed three episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. That's my show. And he did 26 episodes of Castle. That show had me in a chokehold in college. And of course, he did five episodes of Criminal Minds and one of Scandal. Well,
0: I mean, a few of these people in this movie are still working. And the thing about it is when you look at him now,
1: he don't even look the same.
0: I was going to say, it's the hair. You know how they do. They grow into their faces a little more. It's just, you know, know, it's so weird.
1: Like men, men, they just get fat in their face.
0: Some of them, look, if I see a man that got pants, and the pants go over his tummy with the brown belt. <laughs> it's like, if you know what I'm getting at, you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> did you? Okay,
1: so did you hear how Kelly got casted?
0: Because niggas was trying to date her.
1: Exactly. which is. And I was just cute. like,
0: because somebody else was supposed to play the role. And I was like, uh, oh, well, sis, you're not getting this role. Because, uh. well, with that being said, we can go and bounce out to this cue line. Because. I got something for you.
1: Oh god. It ain't bad.
0: We'll see. <laughs> all right. Howdy, survivors. Please keep your tips and limbs inside the vehicle and remain seated at all times. Hang on to your personal belongings, especially your minds and spines. Because this here is a wild ride. OK, Johnny, I know all season I be torturing you. Yes. I'm not gonna do that for this last episode. <laughs> it's just a fun little quiz. We're gonna go on a no-budget mall shopping spree to Ooh. find out what kind of candy you are. And actually... What <laughs> kind of a candy? Yeah, yeah. I took this one already, but we're gonna do it together. So first things first, we're gonna grab something for breakfast is it starbucks coffee a bagel a pretzel from auntie and or you already ate at home me personally i ate before i went i know i just no idea the way i'm set up as soon as i wake up i gotta eat because yeah i
1: already ate at home
0: now that we've got breakfast handled pick your first store is it nike h&m forever 21 pandora or lululemon um... h H&M. I'm going to Nike. On to the next store! Is it Bloomingdale's, Macy's, American Eagle, Bath & Body Works, or Madewell? Mine is Macy's.
1: Yeah, I'm going to the Macy's too. I never really liked the Bloomingdale's. I feel like that's like a Southern thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Two down, with many more to go. Are you going to Aldo, Victoria's Secret, Nordstrom, Abercrombie and Fitch, or Kate Spade? I am going to Nordstrom. Um, a
1: Victoria's Secret? <laughs> I know. I know. Jesus. <laughs>
0: Jesus. Flashbacks. Hi, Mel. <laughs> me and her were talking about we both worked at Victoria's Secret and we was, she agreed with me when I was saying on Slack how that this is terrible. Okay. I just like their underwear. Every store makes underwear. We can go somewhere else besides the oppressor. No, just wait, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you can't go to the mall and not stop by one of these stores. Is it Mac, Sephora, Sugarfina, The Apple Store, or Barnes and Nobles? For me, it's Sephora.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go to Sephora too. I get a lot of my face stuff
0: in there. I love Sephora. Especially, well, I mean, they always just carry all my favorite stuff. So I'm just like, yes, and they're nicer. No shade to the Mac employees. But y'all, y'all just be seeming like y'all don't want nobody to talk to y'all. So that's fine. I don't want to talk to y'all either.
1: Uh, I could just get more stuff at Sephora versus Matt. That too. Whew, would
0: you look at the time. All that shopping must have made us so hungry. Let's pick a place to eat the lunch. Are you going to McDonald's, <coughs> Chick-fil-A, Taco Bell, <coughs> <coughs> Cheesecake Factory, or you not hungry?
1: Um, are we still shopping after this? Yes. Eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. I was going to say, if we're done shopping, then I'll go to Cheesecake Factory. But if I, I keep shopping, I guess I'll go to Chick-fil-A.
0: I pick Chick-fil-A as well. Guys, don't hate me. I know about Truett, Kathy, but hey, I'm just I'm just saying. I hate they fries, though. So,
1: yeah. What? I love their
0: fries. I hate their fries. They annoy me because they be gone in two seconds. You know I love fries, even though I, I haven't had fries in a long time. But it, they mm-hmm. fries just piss me off. They really just piss me off. And I'm just like...
1: I like to <sighs> dip them in the milkshakes. Here you go. What? They're good. I like, it's that salty, sweet combination. Ugh, so good.
0: Now that you've recharged, let's go back to shopping. Are you going to loft, Under Armour, and Taylor, a throwback, Aero Pastel or Vineyard Vines? I'm going to loft. This one it was pretty hard for me. <laughs> but you know what? For the one time, I'm gonna go to Arrow. Cause the way Arrow had me in the chokehold in middle school and high school, baby. <laughs> but I mean like I think they're all closed now. I think they're done. But for the one time, yeah, they're I'll done. Just do it, we you know?
1: um we had uniforms. So to get out of having to buy the standard edition polos. Uh, We would go to Aeropostale and American Eagle to get um, their plain colored
0: polos. We did the same thing. And see the whole thing, little side note, the whole reason they put us in uniforms and Gary in the first place was to quote unquote stop people from bullying people for wearing clothes. But all it did, the people that had like Arrow, Ralph Lauren, like all those other nicer polos, was bullying the people that was going to this is it in the actual uniform stores. Like, so you really did nothing here, <laughs> like at all. Like that, it, no, nothing happened at all. We're halfway done. Keep going. Are we going to Banana Republic, Boss, Dior, Gucci, or Guess? Um, I don't know. I'm going to Gucci. Are we still boycotting them? Okay, so I completely forgot that Gucci did that whole thing with the blackface stuff. I completely forgot when we were recording. But, you know, I had already pressed the button, so I can't take back what I did. Don't cancel me, because y'all know how y'all be doing. So, I'm aware now. I remember. It is what it is. It's too late now. I can't change it. I done clicked it. So it don't matter now. I done bought it.
1: It's bought. <laughs> well. it, it was something dealing with celebrities and Gucci and some racist stuff that they did allegedly.
0: Well, the deed is done. I did it. Was
1: it Gucci? I don't know. I, for oh. real, I don't know. I can't keep track <laughs> these days. And I feel like Gucci's all right. I'm gonna go Dior. <laughs> like, it was between those
0: two, but I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna do the Gucci. Let out your inner child. Are you going to Disney Store? Build-A-Bear, GameStop, Claire's, or Toys R Us. This one is a hard decision for me because baby Build-A-Bear had me in the damn chokehold and Claire's, I'll still go in Claire's right now.
1: I still have my Build-A-Bear on my sofa. She watches TV with me.
0: My mom has all three of mine sitting in my room on my bed.
1: And I only have one Build-A-Bear and it's from an ex. So you would think that I would throw it away, but no. It's the only Build a Bear I have.
0: I remember when Build a Bear first came to our mall, I was up on the website. I was playing the games. Like, I was in a chokehold. Like, I have so many outfits, shoes, the bows that used to go on the ears all over the house. Like,
1: yeah. I threw away her clothes one day because I was like, fuck this. I'm throwing her out. But I just couldn't throw her out. I just put her in the back of the closet. Mm mm-hmm. Because you know how like you you throw away everything that relates to your ex, but I couldn't throw her out. So I just kept her and just put okay. her in the back of the closet. So like out of sight, out of mind.
0: And now she on the bed.
1: Oh, on my couch. And that's my <laughs> my, my 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 movie partner. She has her own seat on the couch. And that's where she sits. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so are you going to
0: build a bear Where you going?
1: No, I'm going to GameStop.
0: <laughs> I picked that same one. <laughs> Because <laughs> I was like these other two got me in a chokehold. But knowing me, and I know it says let out your inner child, but the only one that would like appeal to me now is GameStop because I can get the action figures if I want, the collectibles, Like I just know I can get what I really want up in there. But we cannot leave the mall without dessert. And before I say these options, y'all already know where I'm going. We going to Cinnabon, but for anybody else that don't want to go there, because you have no sense. Are you going to Auntie Anne's, Baskin Robbins, Pinkberry, or Godiva? All the time, these
1: aren't even pretzels on the Auntie Anne's picture.
0: They're
1: not. <laughs> like, those are cinnamon rolls. You know, Godiva has some interesting ice cream flavors. I have done that before at the end of a shopping trip. Uh, Baskin Robbins, or not Baskin Robbins, it would either be Godiva or Haagen-Dazs, because I like to shop at um, Pentagon sometimes. Mm-hmm. But in my case It's always on TN's wow. Ew I feel
0: like You got the same thing I get Cause I said the same thing So on three Let's say it One Two Three Red them. I'm bun. a fucking
1: chocolate bar <laughs> <laughs> And it's a picture of a Kit Kat Ew
0: I hate Kit Kat See <laughs> And I don't What's, even like chocolate for real. What, well, I know that's why I laugh so hard because you hate chocolate. Mine says you're what people like to call resilient. No matter what life throws at your way, you're unbreakable. If we can give you one piece of advice, it would be to let people in. Be tough. Being tough all the time can be exhausting, and at some point, you're bound to break. But if you're surrounded by a good support system, then you will surely be able to get back up again. And they're not lying, because yes. This is exactly me, but red vines, no, 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 no. It is, it's certain types, like, I like the strawberry Twizzlers. I like the Twizzlers that come in the rainbow colors, but, like, the actual red vines and, like, the actual cherry Twizzlers, I don't like those.
1: Yeah, I don't like Twizzlers. I don't like licorice. I'm a weird one. Well, I can say that this description fits me, but a fucking chocolate bar. And a Kit Kat at that? Ugh. Okay. So it says, you're considered to be the unhinged one, the risk taker, and the most adventurous individual anyone has ever met. You're always up for a challenge and have a smart way of convincing others to join in on your shenanigans. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's not a lie there. Huh? Yeah.
1: Exactly. <laughs> they had me at unhinged. <laughs> they had me at unhinged.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all, look. We're having all the fun, but it is time to get into the moment y'all have been waiting for. Please, get your tickets, get in line, get your bags. Grab
1: your ticket, Um give it. And I forgot the rest of it.
0: Because when we come back, we're gonna be talking about 1986's Chopping Mall.
1: They broke into the mall for the wildest all night party of their lives. Get dead meat. But you're never alone in the chopping mall. What's that? Robot life. Where shopping costs you an arm and a leg.
0: For this movie, I actually caught two trailers. There was the original trailer when the movie was called Kill Bots, And then I watched the other trailer that was like the actual one when they changed it to Topping Mall. Which one did you see?
1: Uh, it was 48
0: seconds. I'll put the link for both trailers so you can see what the movie was like when it was Killbot. And then you can see the official trailer for Chopping Mall. When I saw this one, I'm gonna be really honest with you. It's not bad because you still don't know exactly what's happening. They do give away the biggest kill in the movie, the best kill in the movie, but you still kind of like, just don't know exactly what's going on. All you know is it's fucking killer robot's running around this damn mall and we need to fix it.
1: Fix it, Jesus. So the trailer that I saw, I liked it because it didn't have things that was in the movie. So like the girl with the pearl necklace, she wasn't in the movie. Who was that? I think that was
0: one of the parts that was cut out. Because it looked like one robot was like holding her because she couldn't move and then the other one's claw was like reaching for her neck. Yeah
1: I'm like this is not in the movie. Yeah. And then the robot carrying the head. Was kind of cute. Yes. I was like, where is that? Yeah, that was not in the movie. And then the robot carrying the arm, which was holding the shopping bag. That was interesting.
0: Which is gives you the cover art. Which I mean, in the cover art, and it's crazy because I've seen this movie so many times in between. The first time I watched it, like, back in 2017, 18, whatever year that was. And I had never peeped until quarantine when I watched it that it was a mechanical hand. And I guess I should save this for a souvenir shovel, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I was just like, it don't bother me that that's not in the movie, but seeing that trailer and seeing that that happened. Now the end, when the kill bot is holding the head, I'm like, okay, that was probably just done for the trailer. You know what I mean? Like it's the shadow. Yeah. So it's probably just animated. But I'm like, y'all should have put that in the movie because I'm telling you, one of these little killbots rolled up to me when my friend head in their hands i would have flipped out like what the hell
1: now the other one thing that i didn't like about the trailer was they lied on them kids they broke into the mall no they didn't they weren't there i mean
0: yeah but technically you know we'll get into it and we can let our survivors debate if the kids actually broke into the mall or were they just finagling y'all can let us know on our twitter <laughs> Our movie opens up with Park Plaza Mall wrapping a private seminar on a newly installed state-of-the-art security system, including shutters across all exits and three high-tech robots programmed to disable and apprehend thieves using tasers and tranquilizer guns. So when the movie first opens, it turns out to be a video demonstration which is, you know, like I said, that's the actual opening of how everything works. Like we see this thief, one of the kill bots comes, apprehends him, boom, now we here. I remember my first time seeing this, and I want to ask you what you thought. I thought like this was going to be the movie. I was like, oh, this is what we're doing. We're just jumping straight to it. It ain't no explanation. Like we just got these things in the mall just killing people. All right, well, let's do it. And then it pulls out to the seminar, but I was still with it, though
1: i just wanted to know why he thought that shooting it would work
0: a lot of people thought that in this movie and i was just like it exactly metal (laughs)
1: like what i i I just the logic also the shoplifter he's just not a regular shoplifter the first one yeah and the the promo video Apparently mm-hmm. he goes to star in uh, Dream Warriors and Dream Master. That's not him. It's not.
0: No. <laughs> no, just Rodney Eastman.
1: I got you, though. That's not Rodney
0: Eastman. Oh, I got you. <laughs> That's not him. Um, but Paul and Mary Bland—they're sitting in. How the many crowd. shoplifters are there in this movie? I got you. I promise. I got you. <laughs> <I'm> so confused. <laughs> So Paul and Mary Bland, they're sitting in the crowd and they are literally criticizing the entire seminar. And I mean, like, don't sit there and act like y'all don't got a friend, John May's that you will just shit talk with. (laughs) They're just saying all types of off the wall things, right? They got a little racist because they was like, the one in the middle looks unforgivably ethnic. I was like, what that mean? (laughs) What you trying to say? Like. They all look the same. I mean, their their numbers are different colors, but uh but anyway, let me tell y'all something about these characters. And this literally means nothing to nobody but people that would know this, which is nobody exactly. for real. <laughs> this movie is connected to a 1982 comedy film by the Cormans called Eating Raul. And Mary and Paul, they literally play the same characters from there. So it was supposed to be like a quote unquote Easter egg, which I mean, it is. But we just wouldn't know that because obviously none of us have seen that movie. And then the characters were also supposed to have a death scene later in this movie. But it was cut due to budget restraints. There was supposed to be something about them bringing a horse into the mall so it can be chopped up. A horse? Yeah. And and exactly. Roger Corman was like, um... We're not doing this. We don't have money for this. So just, yeah, no, next step. Like, we're not doing that.
1: <laughs> the logistics of that, though, like, right. A horse. Yeah, horse. It, it
0: makes me think of that Bob's Burgers episode. I think it's the very first episode when they have, like, the inspector come in and they think that they, like, serving, like, because, you know, like, Bob's Burgers, they were going to be cannibals at first.
1: Wait, what?
0: Yes, originally Bob's Burgers, the Belchers were gonna be cannibals, and they like that was gonna be their thing. Like they was trying to like conceal like that they were cannibals and like serving humans in the burgers. But don't ask me why that idea got nixed. And I mean, obviously that would it worked have been interesting. Ago.
1: I liked it.
0: Yeah, but then also, how old would it have gotten? You know, trying to keep, it. I mean, eventually it probably would have came out, but it's also like, where would you go with that once it comes out? You know what I'm saying? And
1: that's true. You know, they going I, into,
0: are they going into their 10th season or 12th season?
1: I stopped keeping up with Boss Burgers. I loved it. Like when it first came out, but then like, you know, how you, you just fall off of things over yeah. time. That was me.
0: No, I love it because the season always comes out around my birthday and I think Season 10 or 12, whichever one it is, comes out on the 26th. And they are getting a movie in 2022. I cannot wait. But this is not a Bob's Burgers podcast. (laughs) So we'll get back to it. Tina is life. You know what? I'm with you when you write. (laughs) (laughs) This is a Bob's Burgers stand podcast. (laughs) Louise. That's just Louise is my girl because I just feel everything she do. Jean is just a gem. Linda, Linda, that whole family is just everything. I just can't, I don't know who, well, me, obviously, but I don't know where they got the idea from, but I'm just glad they did. And I'm gonna say that, that's it. <laughs> In the blink and you'll miss it type deal, we get a cameo from the great Angus Grimm. If you don't know who that is, just stop everything right now and go get into the Phantasm movies. I'm pretty sure they're streaming somewhere. He plays the tall man, super iconic, you don't really see him, but I will say that Angus is kind of like Tony Todd, where if you hear that man voice, you're just like, now, wait a minute. Is that Angus? Yes, it's him. <laughs> so if you want to go back into the movie just so you can hear it, and now that you know because I said it, you're, you're like, now, wait a minute. That is him. There you go. But anyway, after assuring nothing can go wrong, we get into our title card and on to it. The mall opening is fire. I loved every second of this opening. From the little adorable boy on the elevator with the ice cream. Then this is where we get our cameo at the licorice pizza record store of Rodney Eastman in his movie debut. If you guys can't figure out what I'm talking about, he's the kid that walks out the store with the big ass radio thing under his shirt. And he's just looking around like he just don't get this big ass thing in his shirt. If you don't know who Rodney Eastman is, as they said earlier, he plays Joey in Dream Warriors and Dream Master. But in this movie, he's just playing a little shoplifter. Um, if y'all don't know who it is, they're literally streaming on HBO Max right now. Y'all can go watch those and then come back and you'll be like, oh, that is Joey. Yes, that's him. Then the couples are being affectionate, giving smooches all around. The arcade is popping. There's a whole ass pageant going on. Like, I miss when the mall was
1: like, was so confused by that. (laughs) Like, you've never had a pageant happen in your mall?
0: I don't recall. Y'all know. Okay. So, y'all never had a pageant or had like, me and Kadar, we were in a modeling show in the mall. Like, y'all never had that?
1: I don't recall. Oh, my god. Like, I remember seeing, like, casting calls all the time, but not for, like, modeling, but for, um, I think agencies to be on TV shows and stuff. Oh,
0: yeah. Like, so those would
1: happen in some malls, but not all malls. So, like, if it would happen at Wheaton Mall, back when Wheaton Mall was a thing, because, you know, that's in the white area. Um, and then it maybe it happened at Pentagon City. I don't know. But at all of the bigger malls, they would have s- stuff like that. I think I do remember seeing a fashion show once mm-hmm. at a mall just by passing by. But not a pageant. That's That was new for me. I was so confused by these naked women walking through the mall. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, like, that was the time. And now, like, obviously towards, like, I would say the last one I probably seen that happened in the mall was for real, like early, early 2000s. But it was a time like they was always doing that whole time through this entire little phase of the opening. There's a lady struggling with a tray from the food court, like filled with drinks and food. Everybody is bumping into her like she looks so over it and annoyed. This girl finally gets to the table only to spill the whole thing. I would have been so pissed
1: because there's no table
0: like it just flipped I was like oh
1: damn
0: <laughs> <laughs> like there's just no table right there
1: it's so weird
0: and then of course you got to have the kiosk pop in. you know what you I'm sorry if any of our survivors if y'all work at a kiosk where y'all actually got to ask people stuff if y'all ever see me just don't because I'm a lie and say I got to do something
1: like this one dude he was like can I flat iron your hair I'm like
0: no why
1: not <laughs> someone stopped me last month and was like can I clean your leopard shoes and I'm like oh my
0: god I hate them I'm like no you can't like and then they get mad they be like but they dusty nigga I don't care clearly I put them on this morning I was aware like
1: some people like dirty shoe look like me I had a pair of chucks that were hideous Like they were just dirty as I don't know what, but I like dirty chucks. Now my vans, I don't like my vans to be dirty, but dirty chucks was a thing. Right. Until they started falling apart, then I just threw them away. But like some people don't really care about their shoes being in pristine condition.
0: Right. I'm just like, look, listen, if I wanted you to clean my shoes, I would seek you. I would come for you. Do not come for me. Okay. Okay. Anyway, meanwhile, Allison and Susie, they're working a shift at the restaurant. It's literally just called restaurant. And when you look in, if you know, you know, but Roger Corman is just like, you know what? Posters, posters everywhere. If it's a wall, put a poster on it. They're all posters of his movie. The one I noticed is the Slumber Party Massacre one. And I don't know if you've seen that movie, but I can't wait till you do this. It's a character that does something in there and it reminded me of you. But we'll get there whenever we oh, get there. Gosh. No, it was hilarious. Like, I seen it and I was like, that's something John A would do. <laughs> and it was hilarious. But when you, whenever you see that movie, you're going to know exactly what part it is. And you're going to text me. You're going to be like, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> So as many food service workers do, they're talking about their customers. And I was dying because they was like, that Orchard Beach over there. I was like, why is y'all talking about this man? He can hear y'all, but not really. because the way he was- more
1: butter.
0: <laughs> Waitress, more butter. The way he said it, he just said it. First of all, if I ever walk into a food place joint and the cook got a dirty ass shirt, I know that food about to be good. I'm not going to hold y'all. I'm for real not going to hold y'all. I know we get, like, health inspections and stuff, but especially, like, if you're from Chicago, Gary, like, if you're from that area, like, if I don't see a dirty shirt, I don't want it. I don't
1: want And people, okay, and so you just made a perfect point for me in how I feel about Waffle House. Perfect example. Like, I remember my mom was talking about something. She went to a Waffle House in Virginia Beach, and it was pristine condition, and I'm like, what? And she was like, yeah, and I'm like, they, they have that. Exactly. She. <laughs> exactly and she called me she's like we just went to Waffle House and it was nice and but I'm they like where where in Virginia Beach was this was this the white area of Virginia Beach and she was like yeah I was like exactly yeah they don't drink the fried Waffle House okay. it wasn't no arguments no.
0: like if they not arguing and if it ain't dirty if I, don't I don't fear alone. for my
1: life when I go to Waffle House and I don't want to be there because yeah, every time be I've gone to Waffle House late at night, there's always been a situation where I feel it for my life at least once. Oh, I'm
0: going to put a link in the show notes for y'all because this is this one fight I saw that. It was crazy. I'm going to just put a reel of Waffle House fights in the show. notes.
1: <laughs> the for floor y'all. has to be sticky. Yes.
0: Yeah, like if my shoes not making noise, I'm walking back out. Like they need to sound like SpongeBob with them squeaky ass boots. Like they need to sound like that.
1: One of the, uh, like, the cook got to be mad at the waitress because that happened the last time I was there, too. Like, it it has to be some sort of discord for the food to be great. Right. And I know that every time that I haven't had great food at Waffle House, it was because it was a little bit too clean. And I know that sounds disgusting, but
0: Waffle House is like
1: a hibachi restaurant Mm -hmm. just in the hood.
0: Right, okay, and y'all need to get into it. Just like Allison need to get into this little party that Susie is trying to invite her to. She's like, girl, like, would I ever set you up with a slime ball? I wouldn't do that. Now, would I, babe? It is, babe, isn't it? This little catchphrase between friends, I like when friends have little catchphrases like that, it's super cute. But while that's going on, we're going to go check in on Marty, a technician. He's biding his time perusing through a little Playboy magazine. And while he's doing that, there's a whole thunderstorm outside and it sends lightning to strike the mall and ends up frying the control board, causing the high tech little security guards to now become the kill bots. As P1, which they're called Protector 123, we just gonna call them P1, P2, and P3. Okay? Y'all got like it, survivors? Parking
1: garages.
0: Exactly. P1 comes to life and kills Marty right on sight. But let me tell you something. It was the way that P1 literally turned to the other kill button, was like, watch me squash this shit. Watch me squash <laughs> this shit.
1: <laughs> I was dying. He really just looked like... <laughs>
0: And just that went in for the kill.
1: One of the fastest kills I have ever seen.
0: I mean, we had to do what we had to do. So this is what's happening, y'all. We got four couples, right? We got married couple Rick and Linda. We got Greg and Susie, Mike and Leslie. And then we got Bertie and Allison, who know they're meeting for the first time. What's happening is they've decided that after the mall closes... They're gonna stay late and they basically just gonna have a little freak show party between couples. Basically, they're trying to put Freddie and Allison together because you know it's always that one friend in a group that's single, and then the other group, it's always another friend that's single. So, by proxy, they just gotta be the ones that hang out together. But anyway, they up in Furniture King while they, you know, doing their thing or whatever. We go back to the control room, and let me tell y'all. We get another cameo. It's really not a cameo, but I mean, I guess he was only there for, he literally only shot his scenes for a day, get $600 for one night of filming, but we get Garrett, how's it hanging Phil, Graham. And if y'all don't know that reference, it's a child's play to reference. You uncultured twines, but it kills me because he literally says it to the kill bots. He turns to the kill bots and goes, how's it hanging guys? And before, spoiler alert, before Chucky kills him in Child's Play 2, he looks at him. He's like, How's it hanging feel? And when I'm saying I fell out, I just didn't take it. But anyway, remember how I mentioned Roger Corman having his like movie posters and all that stuff just all everywhere? So Wynorski, he was like, Okay, well, since you're doing that, I'm gonna do this myself. The book that Gary Graham is reading is a book that um, Wynorski edited himself. Nobody probably cares, but I just figured I'd say that. But anyway, after hours, the Killbots secure their levels. And then the gang, except for Allison and Fergie, they begin to, y'all, can we talk about this for a second? They are all, mind you, they're all in the furniture store. They're all in different parts of the furniture store, literally feet away from each other, just boning. And it's not like an orgy situation. They're like in their own little bubbles. But I'm just like, is you job doing.
1: I've seen worse, but I'm still mad at the fact that they were doing this in a middle of a furniture store. Like people have to come in here to shop. Some people like to try out the bed, you know, just to make sure, you know,
0: it makes you want to think twice about that.
1: Right. Y'all are soiling everything. that's just disgusting.
0: First of all, can we talk about the exclusive pepperoni perfume scent (laughs) that Susie, (laughs) it's not real pepperoni perfume though, but obviously he was like, you smell like pepperoni. She was like, "Uh." wait a minute. I like pepperoni. And she really just sat there and started humming and
1: taking her little
0: nighty thingy
1: off. I was like, first of all I'm still mad at the fact that she put on that whole white bodysuit underneath a pair of jeans now you gotta take off the jeans and the white bodysuit to get it in that's a lot that is a lot
0: I'm not gonna stunt my mom had one of those and I've seen them like she I think she she doesn't wear it obviously but she still got it so I've seen that in action before. And I was wondering, like, how did you go about that? But I guess that was like bodysuits before bodysuits. whole time that this is happening, you got Allison and Ferdy. They're watching Attack of the Crab Monsters, which is another Roger Corman film. And they're just, you know, they being cute. They give little swooches every now and then. But, you know, it is what it is. Meanwhile, as usual, the janitors are out cleaning as P1 approaches Walter, which is Dick Miller. And after he delivers the iconic line, Loki made that way by dead meat, James A. Janice. If y'all know, y'all know. But also this is another reference to um, Blood Bucket or some other movie that Roger Corman did. Once again, Roger Corman universe. But when the robot kills Walter and the little electric shocks just come over his body I was like, oh, this is the type of movie I'm about to get. And I was here for it. I was not mad about it. I was mad that Dick Miller got killed. But <laughs> I wasn't mad about anything else, though.
1: I'm just trying to figure out what that liquid was. The dirty
0: water? The mop water? But why it looked like that? I guess he was, whatever he was cleaning, he was probably cleaning up that mess that lady spilled earlier.
1: I was trying to figure out what the heck he's cleaning up. Because why it looked like that? That was my whole thing. Yeah,
0: something. I what don't is know. It could have been anything. That little boy that was in the elevator spilt that ice cream. I mean, he wasn't in the elevator, but I mean, being in a mall literally could have been anything at this point. Back in the furniture store, Leslie, she needs a smoke. I feel you, girl, but not no CX though. But mm-hmm. she sends a <laughs> mic to go out and get her some because, you know, then you can literally buy them out of the machines. But when Mike gets up, he is still chewing this dang up first of all if y'all seen the movie y'all know what they just got done doing i'm like how are you still chewing gum i had
1: that happen before and the gum ended up somewhere <laughs> See, no
0: that's no empty your mouth please and thank you anyway while on his sig run p1 corners mic shoots him in the booty with a tranquilizer as Leslie comes out to find him. And she's think like he playing with her, like he gotta be pulling the joke because I mean, he's sitting right there. When she goes up to him, his neck has been slashed and then P1 pops up like, gotcha, bitch! With the shower of neon laser beams. First of all, one of them hit her in the booty. Like she has these little Playboy undies on, like a little saturn in the booty. But she stands there, and one of the lasers hits her dead in the face in one of the best head explosions I've ever seen. There's another movie that has a really, really good head explosion. Johnny hasn't seen it yet, so I don't want to spoil it, even though this movie is known for the head explosion. But Survivors, y'all already know what David Cronenberg film I'm talking about. But between those two, I really don't know which one is the better head explosion. So y'all can let us know on our Twitter and y'all can tell me which one it is or whatever one you think it is. But this head explosion was all some.
1: I just can't believe he was walking to the mall barefoot and neither, I can't believe she did it either. Like that's just disgusting.
0: This is true, but I have to be honest. As a dancer... I definitely be walking through some places barefoot. Don't know if it will be a mall, but through the studio I mean, into the I hall mean, to the bathroom. I've definitely done it at my high school. I've definitely done it because we went to perform in our school. Definitely done it.
1: You know, I so said you lost me a bathroom, but you had me in the studio that's that's normal like I would leave the studio to go to the bathroom still barefoot like if I could quickly
0: put a shoe on like there wasn't no crazy shoe like there's some slides but see yeah no you do have a point like in the mall like and I mean it was already in there so it was probably just like you know the janitors then cleaned it I guess but Mm
1: -hmm. I can't make no
0: case for that for real for Mm -hmm. real P two comes to assist P one, and the killbots break into the Furniture King with more laser beams, destroying the entire store. They was already trying to like be low key because they was like, okay, we messed this place too much, we gonna get clipped.
1: But now, I hope they got insurance,
0: okay? Because baby, the damage that happens in this one is astronomical, okay? Even when the gang thinks they've bought themselves some time in the back storage room. These kill bots put these little detonators on the door and dead that hiding spot real quick. They just bust down that door. Like, dang, y'all just be busting up in places. Like, y'all the Kool-Aid man, like, sheesh. They end up getting the girls to climb through the vent. But by the time that this explosion happens, the man ain't in there. So they go ahead another route and they break into a sporting goods store to arm themselves with like, you know, guns and all that stuff that they be doing. So what ends up happening is, The girls are in the vent, right? The killbots, or at least they think it's the killbots, that crank up the heat inside the vent because it's starting to get hot. And Susie, who is neck and neck with Sarah from the original My Bloody Valentine in the annoying, weak-ass girlfriend competition, will not shut
1: the hell up about Greg. She was getting on my damn nerve.
0: Greg needs me. I'm like, you Greg is not thinking about you right now. I promise you. Like, we're all trying to live. Like, I'm pretty sure we're concerned, but it, it ain't that deep. So, deciding she's not about to fry up in this vent, she hops out and they drop into a car shop of sorts and they take some gasoline tank and some other extra goodies from the automotive store. But I'm just like, every time I see a vent scene, I think of That's a Raven. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, so with the cheese.
1: <laughs> And then being an event reminded me of this one play place that we went to that had extensive tunnels. And I just remember getting to a certain age where I couldn't do it anymore because I did not like the idea of getting stuck and not being able to get out. So I understand her freaking out like that because I would probably freak out, too, if I didn't know how far it was until I got out. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You didn't live here growing up. But... Prime example, if you've ever been to Port Discovery in Baltimore, I've
0: been trying to get up in there.
1: <laughs> girl, that was the best place ever as a child. Okay. Port Discovery in Baltimore, they had this, this attraction where you would go inside though. It was like it's this it's kind of like mystery rooms and you had to figure out what's going on and Mm -hmm. like you can crawl in different places and go through different doors or whatever 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 one of them you had to go in the dark through the washing machine to escape it was either washing machine or dryer either way you going through the dark and you going through this 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 tunnel I remember I was on a field trip right and I was super scared to go through they were like come on come on go try I felt just like how that girl felt in that air duct Mm -hmm. except for she had light we ain't had no light it was dark and then you got all these noises in your ear that sound like rats and water uh-uh. and crickets and all this type of stuff and then that stuff hanging from the ceiling but you can't see you gotta go through it of course it's like yeah. you know like the little fake stuff but right girl that was the worst however many the minutes sensory of my life. that's why girl mm-mm. if you ever take any of your, your nieces and nephews that are babies or children to Port Discovery, girl. But take is... me,
0: because you know, I literally stay two minutes away. Like I can look I know. Out my window and look at it. I've been trying to go there.
1: <laughs> I love Port Discovery. Port Discovery had a chokehold on me as a child, especially their like big play place jungle gym in the middle of the, um, in the middle of the whole thing because like three or four different levels that they, they had so much stuff they even had like a whole little grocery thing where you could pretend like you were like shopping at royal farms because i was a child and then we took my brothers as children because we were going like on spring break and stuff so y'all like
0: discovery is
1: similar uh, to
0: our indianapolis kids museum yes one thing another thing that got me in this movie so when like who is it? Rick, Greg, and Ferdy when they pull up with they like guns and stuff, and it's like that old like western music, whatever. And P1 just rolls around the corner, like, well, well, well. I lost it. I don't know what was so funny about that robot rolling around that corner <laughs> like that. But it just took me out. Like, it's so many moments in this movie that just make you laugh for no reason. Because I don't know, may it could just be me, whatever. Let me know. But After wasting hella bullets and clearly getting hit with lasers, but just act like y'all ain't see that happen, Ferdy tosses a propane tank as Rick shoots it and seemingly blows up P1. P2, who's, you know, he cruising the scene trying to figure out what's going on, he backs up into the cut to spy while the men set up the elevator as a booby trap. Whole time they ain't even do nothing to P1. P1 dusts itself off, chatted it again, reanimates as P2 ambushes the women after one bomb doesn't work. Because you know they made Molotov bombs in that little automotive store. One of the bombs really didn't work. Susie gets zapped in the leg. While she's trying to run. So she's dragging herself. And this whole time that the robots. Kill bots been like shooting at them. And like I said. I feel like some of them was getting tapped. But it's fine. They was like missing like shit. Like their accuracy is just off. But they end up striking a little gas tank. And it blows up Susie. Well she just catches on fire. But it takes her so long to die. And also I just want to point out. I feel like once again like I said um in the mist they would have been fine had Susie not been freaking screaming that's so like maybe like the kill boss probably like would have sensed them out but they probably would have got further had she not been screaming it's not working I'm like girl
1: Susie she, has to go she did it's fine she had to go <laughs>
0: Greg, in a rage, unsuccessfully shoots the kill bots before Rick drags him away, because I was like, baby, you're not going to win that fight. So the group ends up, you know, they back in another store. They rigged that elevator earlier, and P2 is now on it, and they end up actually destroying him. But let's be clear, Allison is the one to deliver the shot in one hit. They were literally raining bullets at these little gas tanks set on top of the elevator. Everybody was Missing, okay? Yep. No aim. You know, she's like, my dad's a Marine. Hmm. Hair flip. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay, sis. How? Okay, no, speaking of, speaking of. Have you gotten to season three of The Circle? Yes. Girl, okay. If y'all ain't got into it, just fast forward maybe like a minute because I got some shit to say. So, you know, when uh Allison was like, my dad's a Marine, so that's why I have this straight shoot. Kay is on here talking about my dad's an FBI so I can see bullshit from a mile away baby your girl. bullshit radar been off <laughs> like a motherfucker okay cause no mm-mm, mm-mm. I'm not gonna spoil it spoil it if any of y'all have seen season two. gotten there but let me tell you something that radar is has awful. been off like shit okay girl don't ever tell nobody else what your daddy do he probably just looking at these episodes like what
1: yeah, I still mm. I'm sorry, Michelle. My heart is out Listen, you.
0: I was so pissed about Michelle. Like Circle Netflix and I hashtag I done tweeted y'all a few times because I am upset. Like y'all didn't, y'all should not have done her like that. Y'all should have let her come back. I don't know if that'll be in the cards later. Probably not, I'm sure not. But I'm just like, y'all dirty.
1: Y'all shouldn't have done yeah. her like that. It broke my heart because the thing about it is is that she was very sweet and genuine so it was more like it hurt more for her because she was like dang you 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 really stealing my life like what is Yes, like
0: yeah and I'm and that was it because you know like us if somebody impersonate us we just like report them but when it happens to an older person like
1: they They don't really
0: for real yeah and then it killed me when they was all voting Orange Michelle and Daniel voted Orange Michelle, she was like, "But I thought you believed in me? I- Right. My heart, even right now, my heart is shattering. Like, I want to fight.
1: I'm just, I just don't understand how people voted based off of little details. Like, oh, she gave way too many details. it has gotta be a lie. What? And how did you not think that that was a wedding dress and not a, like, what? That was a wedding dress, not a prom dress. Who has a who has a bouquet
0: in a prom picture? That too. Anytime somebody says, especially from the when they say bless your heart, that is not a sweet term of endearment. It's an insult. And the fact right. that Orange Michelle said bless your heart and meant it in a sweet way, y'all should have known off top that was not the real Michelle. And you know what? I'm going to stop that right there because y'all going to get me hot. Because, ooh. Child, I just, I wanted to fight. I was so mad. Like, I dang near ain't want to finish the rest of the show. The contestants already really ain't all that, to be honest. I mean, now that we've gotten a little further, like, there's a few that I like. But everybody, y'all kind of playing anyway. Y'all whack as hell. So y'all could have kept Michelle. I would have been here for Michelle. But anyway. The group goes to hide inside the restaurant where Allison and Susie, well, I guess she ain't here no more, so she used to work there, but the restaurant where they work. And Linda is really for real sitting there calculating the cost of the damages. And I'm like, sis, I get y'all wasn't supposed to be there, but this is definitely a workplace accident. I don't think you should be counting your coins for this.
1: Yeah, that's that's definitely the fault of whoever created them damn robots. I
0: blame the creators. So meanwhile, while that's happening, Greg is all in his feelings. And he for real, he confronts Allison and Linda. He's like, well, Why did y'all leave the air ducts? And then he gets so upset that he pulls a gun on Ferdy. And I was, I was like, now wait a minute, hold up. <laughs> You're doing a lot. Your girlfriend was stupid. You had to know she was dumb. Like,
1: yeah, she she was dumb. She had to like, die. Sorry. Yeah, it's like it's it's okay because.
0: You know it's what? I'll get there later.
1: It's hard movie logic. The dumb one's got to die.
0: You'll you'll be able to see her very soon, I'm sure. <laughs> so Rick calms Greg down and Ferdy suggests that you know, destroying the killbot's main control center, you know, where we was at earlier, maybe that'll work. So they agree. And they head to the control center on the third floor. Greg, he's hyped. He like, I right, bet we back. I'm about to avenge Susie's death. He running ahead of everybody. He gets to the top of the escalator and P3 pops up like, Pop up, guess who, bitch? and throws Greg up over the railing from the third story of the mall. And he just falls to his death. I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. I told you you was going to well- see her soon.
1: I I would hate dying like that, just getting thrown off or of something or falling from a very high height.
0: On the run, the four remaining survivors, Allison, Ferdy, Rick, and Linda, are now finding out that P1 actually did recover. And they take refuge inside a department store and smartly set up mannequins in front of a pair of mirrors to confuse P1 and P3. Once they unveil it, and they, you know, what ends up happening is the lasers go towards the mirror. So they're like rebounding off of them. Right. Before that happens, Alison had a moment. She was like, I think we should split up. I was like, girl, wait, when is that ever worked out? But they didn't. And that's when this plan came <laughs> in. Cause even Ferdy he was like, why would we do that? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm glad one of y'all said something. So that's when they come up with this plan with the mannequins. Right. And the plan works because like I said, they're shooting at the mirrors and they're rebounding off of the mirrors and it ends up blinding p3 so p3 he's just shooting all types of crazy kind of like rolling all around like just screaming and shit and one of his lasers hits linda and kills her and then rick you know these men they be geeking about they women they, be, they don't play about theirs he gets on this little like golf cart well they both end up dying so now there were two and of course they split up i mean it's for good reason but still i'm like no nigga we both going to this control room where would what you would what you think i'm gonna go but anyway the final robot p1 corners allison and ferdy comes to rescue her shoots it point blank damaging the little laser sensor little red thing just before he falls unconscious after p1 throws a fire extinguisher back at him
1: first of all that was hilarious I, first he pissed me off because I'm like, why the fuck would you throw a gun at him? And then yes. <laughs> that was like, that made no sense. Why would you throw the gun? But him throwing the fire, extinguisher your back was actually kind of funny. Cause it didn't yes. get you. And throw I should have your back. <laughs> If he picked up that gun,
0: like P1, picked up the gun and just popped him with it, I don't know how he would have pulled the trigger, but I just would have been like, see, but see, it was out of bullets. So that's why he yeah, threw it. But yeah. I'm like,
1: still, why the fuck would you throw that? That's like, take what,
0: what, what, it, it with shit. you. Like, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> so despite hurting her leg earlier, Allison buys some time by hiding in the pet store and okay y'all here it goes I told y'all y'all was gonna be sick of my shit and I know Johnny is about to let out the biggest size so just get ready <laughs> did Fear Street 1978 do a, cho- a call back to chopping Mall? because you know think about it remember when Ziggy and Nick were hiding in the science cabin and Tommy Slater yeah. came in and was smashing like the little things with the snakes in it to like flush them out it's basically the same thing that P1 does with the snakes and the spiders. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, look at me finding connections. But I'm just glad that y'all was here for me and my fear seek connections. Cause y'all know I just would not shut the fuck up about that movie. But <laughs> also, look, Allison is a good one because I'm telling y'all right now, I do want a snake, but I want a really small snake that just wraps around my hand. I want like I Girl, one that doesn't grow. No. Yeah. You like know. just a super small one like nothing too big just something real small but can we talk about how Allison got the fuck <laughs> as soon as she peeped P1 like I don't I can't remember exactly what happens but that leg wasn't her no more she got out of there okay she was like okay look I know this leg is limping, but we going. And what she ends up doing is hanging over the balcony because she knows there's nowhere really for her to go. So she's literally hanging over the balcony. So P1 can like scope out the scene and just goes away. But she ends up dropping on top of that little souvenir kiosk that we saw like in the beginning. And she ends up escaping to the paint store.
1: I thought she was falling to her death low key. Because the way she hit, with the way that she hit that kiosk, I was like, yeah, her and you broke. gotta know. Yeah,
0: that's what I was like, cause you gotta know when you see it in the beginning, it's all that stuff in there. So I'm surprised she wasn't limping more than she already was, cause geez. But you know, younger people, they bouncy. We still kind of bouncy, but we get <laughs> here. Bouncy. I mean we no, are if I we- sit
1: too long at one's location, I creak when I try to getting my body lubricated and getting moving mm-hmm. I feel like the 10 man sometimes I was about to say that I was about to say slash some oil to you girl that's <laughs> what I feel like it's because I, I sit I was telling her earlier I sit at my dining room table when I work from home and if I sit here for like three hours engrossed in whatever I'm doing when I finally get up I gotta hit a couple limbs before I can get my back right like my lower back be killing me now and I don't know if it's front dancing or what but like I just be stiff it's from sitting I hope you
0: enjoy the little seat cushion that I sent you if you guys are interested I guess I will just we just gonna have a lot of links for the show notes this week girl
1: because I am ordering that cushion okay
0: it's I'm telling you it's lovely I'm not gonna do an ad for it right now but it's very lovely (laughs) So Allison ends up in a paint store where, again, another smart idea, she ends up setting a trap by painting, I mean by painting, by mixing paint and, you know, some paint thinners, all these chemicals. She lures P1 inside. He ends up getting stuck because, you know, since it's paint all on the goddamn floor, he can't get no traction. And she tosses the flare. First of all, she pulls the flare just right out her boots, the flare that she got from the little automotive store earlier. Lights it. Throws it, and finally destroys P1. And it's a sweet little explosion. Like they show you from different angles. So you get your little action fix. And uh, I just want to congratulate the movie for having Allison actually be affected by the explosion. Because you know, usually when things explode in a movie, people just be standing there. Like the pressure just ain't knocked them down or knocked them out. Or even like earlier, when they was shooting the guns, all of them were reacting to it. They was like, "Dang, my ears hurt! Like my ears are ringing!" Like I'm like, "Okay, movie, thanks for being smart." Because most movies, they just be shooting stuff and just be acting like these ears are invincible, or they be exploding things and then the people be standing in front of the explosion like that pressure just ain't do nothing. <sighs> anyway, at this point, it is literally the crack of dawn. Allison leaves the store as thirty reveals himself to be alive, holding a big-ass roll of tissue on his head. It's just
1: bloody. (laughs) I was actually happy that Ferdy wasn't dead.
0: I was, too. I would have been sad if he died, but I guess he was just like, you know what? I just, if I just take a small little nap, I can regroup, and then I could come back. But anyway, we had Allison have her final girl moment, the two being the only survivors out of the eight. And if you stuck around through the post-credits, you would get the and honestly, you know what? I really don't think it's a fourth robot. People are saying it's a fourth robot. I don't think so. I really think it's just P one and it's just a reshoot of a scene of you know them saying "Thank you, have a nice day." One last time, and that's chopping mall.
1: I didn't sit to the credits.
0: <laughs> I got I did. I love the music. And one thing I didn't mention because we were just having a lot of fun. You know that scene when, like, one of the kill bots is coming up the escalator? Yeah. That's a human. Is it a little person? (laughs) I actually, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. But what happened was they shot this at two malls, right? And when they went to the second, the first mall, they fit up the escalators just fine. Like, the escalators are wide enough. But when they went to the second mall where they were actually doing it, they couldn't fit. Like, them boys was thick. They couldn't get them up there. So they just, like, broke it down and had somebody, like, put the top half on and just ride up the escalator.
1: I told you. I love of Power Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Continue with
0: your thoughts on Chopping Mall. <clears throat> oh, hell.
1: <laughs> I like movies where the nerds live. I have a soft spot in my heart for them. So I instantly took to Ferdy. Shout out to mm. Radish. But again, I'm still mad that he threw the gun at the robot. Like, what the fuck was that? Like, what? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I love the 80s music. It's super techno. It reminds me of my mommy for some reason. <laughs> but I'm not really a fan of robots. Like, and that's just like a personal thing. I just think that robots are really going to kill us all in the future. For like, real. They for have robots. Like they have robot dogs in some cities already that just roam the streets and then they have robots delivering foods and packages in some cities too. Like I just, robots are creepy. I think iRobot scarred me as a child.
0: I know for real. It did.
1: But that thank you have a nice day was really the best thing about the
0: robots. First of all, that was Jim Wynorski and it wasn't like he just was like, okay, this is my movie, so I'm gonna do it. They it was budget. They didn't have nobody else to do it. So he's like, I'm gonna do it. Um, for me, y'all obviously clearly, y'all can hear my excitement through the whole damn episode. So I feel like I really don't have to say anything. <laughs> We could get into the ratings. This got a 5.6 out of 10 on IMDb, fuck y'all. This got a 50% on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes, fuck y'all. This got a 2.9 out of 5 on Letterboxd, fuck y'all too. And 80%, no, 89%, excuse me, of Google users like this movie. <laughs> Miss Janae, what do you give Chopping Mall? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am um I gave a 60 tickets. I'm cool with that. I I can make with
0: like, I can probably like- live with that. Based <laughs> off of
1: everything you said, I can live with that. Because if it was under 50, we've got to have issues. I liked it better than, I really did like it better than Slack. Like, I did laugh once when he threw the fire extinguisher back at Ferdy, because I was not expecting that. <laughs> but um, it, was, it was cool. It was cool. But mm-hmm. I watched it again, probably not. But it was cool. You will laugh.
0: It's going to be one day. You're going to be like, you know what? I need some 80s techno. I just need some madness. Let me turn on these <laughs> robots. I know you don't like robots. I'm messing with you.
1: I don't like robots.
0: <laughs> <laughs> For me, chill. I'm just going to let y'all know. I gave this 85 tickets because I love this movie.
1: I knew you was going to rate it something
0: that was high. At first, I was going to give it like between 75 and 80 but then, like, I don't know, I had so much fun rewatching it for the podcast and I was just so into it. And then when I did the research, I was like, I just liked it even more. And I was just like, let me not hide my feelings. I'm just going to give it 85. I knew I wasn't about to give it no 90, 95, 100. It wasn't getting that but 85 that seemed just right for me but
1: i you know i was i was actually scared because i was like man actually might hate me
0: no 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 i was like no like at least a 60 and up that's all i'm accepting anything under that no nah, it's not gonna work but let's head on out it seems you survived well before you go join us in the souvenir shop in the souvenir shop I didn't really come up with an item because we have surprises for you so I was like I wasn't about to do all that um let's get into the cover art I already know that I kind of like explained it 20 times already but it's the classic 80s just like oh no so many covers from the 80s are just literally iconic like and we throw that right around loosely but I honestly don't give a damn you have the little robotic arm Holding out the chop- the shopping bag and it's just filled with body parts and on one of the posters, like they have so many different taglines, but one of them that I have is like where shopping costs you an arm and a leg. And I'm like, how don't you think that's funny? Like that's hilarious. It, is funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it literally okay, like um give it up, thank you. But the moment you have all been waiting for Y'all done sat through this whole entire podcast. Don't lie, y'all knew y'all liked it. Y'all love hanging with us in the park. But we got two more surprises for you. So we already told you about the bonus episodes that'll be happening in October. But the day this episode drops, we're also going to drop our 31 Days of ride. Oh my God! Wow! It is basically gonna be a little watch list that you guys can have through October and it's not going to be specific like if you go on our IG and our Twitter you can see it's right up there there is 31 different categories for each day in October so for example like some of them on there like it might be like 70s horror movie on this day, or a movie that's a sequel, or a movie with dumb teenagers in it, or a movie with Halloween costumes. So it's all types of different stuff. So you just have to watch a movie that falls into that category. And when you do, tag us, whether you are watching it and you post it on Twitter or on IG, just tag us in it so we can see it, so we can put you on our story. And it's like we all having a watch party, but we all watching different movies. And then you don't know. Somebody might put you onto a movie and you'd be like, dang, I didn't think about that movie, let me watch that. Or you might put somebody onto a movie and they be like, oh, let me watch this. Like, you know, so you can watch so many different things. Like for example, like B-movie. You can watch Chopping Mall or you can watch Killer Clowns or you can watch any freaking B-movie you want to. So there you go. My goal
1: is to watch movies that I've never seen before
0: yes that's a perfect opportunity to do that so y'all can join john may if it's some movies you haven't seen even though i think one of the categories in there is like favorite horror movie or something or one of them is first time watch. so i mean you can still do that with all of them it doesn't matter literally i usually do that but
1: yeah so hold me to it guys
0: hold me to it <laughs> please do because look i mean what else you gonna do on halloween like Obviously, you're gonna watch your Staples. Obviously, you're gonna watch Halloween Town. You're gonna watch Hocus Pocus. You're gonna watch Nightmare Before Christmas. And you can fit all of these into that 31 days list if you do it strategically. Shall we get into our third surprise? Yes. Okay, so look, Survivors, y'all have been freaking asking and asking and asking, and it's not about the Final Destination movie. But another thing that y'all have just been asking and asking about, and I've been like, no, we're not doing this. No, we're not doing this. I love y'all, but we're not doing this. I caved in and we finally, not finally, cause it's been there, but you guys, <laughs> now you all know that we have a Patreon available for you all. So you know what? I'ma go ahead, since we are here already, our lowest tier starts at $3. That's your fast pass. Then we have a survivor pass. That's $5 a month. And then we have our season ticket holder. That's $10 a month. And I'm telling you, what's in these tiers is definitely worth it. So y'all can go ahead over to our Patreon. That's also going to be in the show notes. I told y'all, this show is just going to be stacked with links in the show notes. So all of that's going to be down at the bottom. And you can see all the things that we have for you there. So... I hope you enjoy that because i know i was just like we're not doing that no 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 y'all not getting that y'all can keep asking me all y'all want i'm not doing it but because i love y'all so much and i'm a softy i broke down and i was like okay you know what we gonna do it but
1: i love the fact that you guys asked because that means that you want to support us
0: right i know y'all just like us and i mean some of y'all have even like been supporting us through anchor and i'm like I didn't even know you could do that until I seen a few of y'all do it. And I was like, (laughs) and we wasn't even giving y'all anything. We was just giving y'all the podcast, but I appreciate it. We definitely do. I mean, y'all be hitting us up in the emails, on Instagram, on Twitter. And I just, Cody, Bianca, Danielle, Jared, Renee, all of y'all, like, y'all don't understand. That was just a few that we named, but... We love y'all for real, for real, because we know y'all love us.
1: I love my babies for real. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) I love y'all for real. I love us for real. (laughs) Shall we get into the park announcements with that being said? Yes. All right, y'all. It's bittersweet, but that was our last episode of season one. We had so much fun this season. Like it's literally been a ride. But Come as other, <laughs> y'all can link up with us on our IG and our Twitter at D180 Podcast. If you just want to email us, season two is coming y'all. We're not going to put out that list until uh, probably around John May's birthday is when we'll put it out. We'll let y'all know when. Y'all can stay up with us though. But if you just want to talk to us, you know, just let us know how we doing. You can hit us up on our email at destination180podcast at gmail.com. Please, please, please leave us a review, especially if you like what we're doing here, just so we can have more survivors. Because, you know, if you ain't surviving, you dying and that's not survivor. Okay. Please don't give up on us because y'all just really, y'all, some of y'all have really been here since the Bad Seed episode. And baby, like we said earlier, this episode was rough. But y'all, it's literally been a ride. We, for real, for real, appreciate all y'all. So we're going to keep these park announcements kind of short, because I feel like we've said all of our love throughout the entire episode. But the park is closing. This is so sad. (laughs) Closing time. (sighs) Well, with that being said, survivors, y'all know where to find us. And we'll see you soon for season two
1: bye y'all
0: see y'all in season two